This is a Glendale Library Arts and Culture Program, created for teens, edited and hosted by the teen library staff. Check out community service opportunities and teen events down in the description box. Hi everyone, it's Melissa. And Desiree. Welcome to the guest episode of Teen Gen Talks. Today's guest was born in Orlando, Florida, where even as a kid, he was on the fast track to a career in the games industry. After a few years in the industry, his passion for fighting games led him to Hidden Variable Studios, a mobile game studio in Los Angeles, California. Drawing from previous experience, Andrew helped usher schoolgirls out for development and into the fray as a live product, helping it grow to become a unique entry into the mobile fighting game space. He is currently the lead engineer on Schoolgirls Mobile. Grab a snack and drink, and let's welcome Andrew Dos Santos to Team Gen Talks. <laughs> Thank you, Andrew, for taking the time out of your day to talk with us. We have a lot to discuss. Hey, no problem. So to start off, I want to ask if you remember the first time you fell in love with the game industry and just games in general. Oh, boy. Um, when I fell in love with games, I was probably about three years old. Um, my dad uh, got uh, an original Nintendo Entertainment System, um, you know, way back in the day, and he got it as a gift from a coworker. And he taught uh, my brother and I how to play Super Mario Brothers Three. It was the first game I ever learned how to play, and I was just absolutely enamored with video games from that point on. You know, my dad showed us how to play it, and then couldn't keep up with us afterwards. Um, but like from that point on, it was you know I was totally into games. I loved playing them. Uh, and it wasn't until really, you know, getting into, you know, growing up and, you know, as a teenager in high school, it was kind of like, a, oh, I, I guess I could actually, like, make them. Like, that's the thing I could do. <laughs> you know, my brother was all, hey, why don't you do that? That would be cool. Um, and so that was, that was something I, I, I really started all the way back in high school. I started along that path of, like, figuring out what would I need to do in order to get to myself to a position where I'd be able to make video games for a living. So yeah, it's it's been it's been a lifelong endeavor. During the time um, of playing all those games, what did you find that made all these games so appealing? You know, there was just there was just kind of something about it. It was kind of this um, really just something that you could transport. Everything was just so different. It was you could really transport yourself into these just vivid game worlds. You could, you know, really see yourself as this character. You can explore all these different games and the the varying kinds of genres that you can be playing a fighting game with one one friend you could be playing a solo adventure with another you know have a racing game with a you know with another friend you could either be playing it uh in your living room or the internet as as games evolved it was just so fascinating the the kinds of stories that you could tell the kinds of artwork and just it's incredible like what the industry as a whole has been able to do um and it's just it was so amazing did you kind of be a part of that and it was kind of also being part of the culture which is like whoa did you play that game that was amazing like what did you think of that it's just like so being part of that um was, was really quite something and how have you seen the game industry change throughout you know the years well i think um definitely as as the games industry has evolved um depending on the kind of sector that you're you're sort of looking at um you see in the indie game space where we're seeing a lot more people being comfortable with telling different stories, stories of different backgrounds, more, more diversity in games. You know, there's been a really big push for diversity in games, which has been amazing. Um, so it's not all kind of one type of person making games and game studios and, and uh, in the STEM fields and things like that. So we are seeing a lot more of that. Um, we're seeing a, an amazing amount of accessibility. I mean, the amount of games that you can play on a phone uh, where 
20 years ago, it's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Phone? That's incredible. It was, you know, you had to sit down and dedicate like a lot of time and like, all right, let me plug in all this in, change it to channel three and, you know, that whole thing yeah. way back in the day. But, um, you know, just like it was, it was something you really had to sit down and, and get involved with. But nowadays, like we're seeing all kinds of people being able to play games that probably never would have. Uh, in the past and and I think it's been really great to see people have those outlets and like being able to enjoy that and you know we've seen people connect with family over social games and it's it's really quite something you were variable studios can you talk a little bit more about what the company is uh yeah so hidden variable studios we are um little uh, game shop in uh, in Glendale. Uh, we're out in Atwater Village, though I guess more remote nowadays. But uh, we were founded um, almost 10 years ago now. And uh, really, like our first game was a game called Bagot. And it really started with this sort of um, the idea of like, what's what's the sort of like little tiny golden gear that makes everything work? The little hidden variable that like really makes games special. And what can we do to bring that into our games, the games that we make? And with, with in the case of bagging, like taking something that's like an everyday activity, you know, bagging your groceries, and then you know making it a really interesting twist. Um, and like it's it's a really fun little puzzle game. If you haven't haven't checked it out, definitely I'd say check it out. And just kind of bringing a little bit of life to that. So that next time you go to the grocery store, like, hey, oh, I, I know I know that. Like, okay, wait, I put the milk on top of my eggs. That's right. Okay. <laughs> The eggs. Um, and just kind of like bringing that bring that sort of extra little spark um, to games and and you know and as the company's evolved you know we're, we're trying to build um, sort of like an, an oasis for for players to come that you know when they come and play our games they you know they may not stay forever uh, you know obviously people are gonna their tastes are gonna change but when they when they look back on their time playing our games we want that to be a positive experience we want it to really be like a breath of fresh air when compared to to all the other games in the industry and how did you find hidden variables and studios and how did you know that was the company that you wanted to work with so uh i joined hidden variable a little bit over five years ago um, I was working at uh, Zynga up in the Bay Area at the time, and um, uh, a friend of mine had uh, joined. It, it actually is quite a quite an interesting story. So a friend of mine had joined the company, and he was like, "Oh man, you got to come down. You got to come check this out." I'm like, ah, "I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to move all the way from San Francisco <laughs> to LA." And he's like, "You really got to check this out." And I started looking at what they were working on, and and this is when I found about uh, Skullgirls Mobile, which is the game that that I work on. The opportunity to like bring fighting game to mobile, make that accessible to people, and is like really a, a great um, mobile fighting game. And I was like, okay, well that's a really interesting opportunity to work on. And then the co-founder of the company, his wife, I used to work with at Zynga. So sort of this like little random random sort of thing. And then to take it even one step further back in college, you know, I was, you know, it was a, I had some downtime. I was looking for free games on the app store and it was just browsing. And what game do I happen to play? Bag it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, this is, this is where I got to go. Right. And, you know, and I, I'd met uh, Charlie, the co-founder. I'd met him a couple times um, after spending some time with my coworker. Like, this guy's awesome. Like, I, I definitely got to, I would love to work with this guy. Uh, and then I had the opportunity to, and I, I flew down to LA and met some of the team and they were just 
an amazing group of people and it's been it's been wonderful working with them you were part of the developing team for hidden variable studios on their mobile fighting rpg Skullgirls. what was that experience like yeah so it's been it's been quite uh, quite the adventure um you know Skullgirls mobile was was really and is really an ever-evolving project we actually just uh, released this massive update uh, on Monday, that brand new character never before seen to the IP um, onto mobile. And it was just kind of like this, wow, like we're doing things and bringing life into, uh, you know, the IP of Skullgirls and like continuing that that legacy, um, you know, a game that launched maybe seven or eight years ago on originally on consoles. Uh, and it was really bringing something uh, more complex uh, fighting game and making it accessible yet still true um, so you kind of have that experience uh, on mobile and and just being able to to be a part of that and you know because I'm, I'm a big fighting game fan myself and I was like yeah this is awesome and like being able to build all of the infrastructure from the ground up you know going from all right we're just kind of developing this this game in-house and we're still working on it you know now let's go to soft launch now let's go to hard launch let's partner with these people and then you know there's there's all sorts of um, uh, things that have happened in, in Skullgirls history. Uh, <laughs> some good, some not so good. Uh, so there's a great uh, GDC talk that Charlie gives on uh, the the great database debacle of 2017. Um, it was a uh, it was quite the harrowing tale where we almost lost like all of our user data. Um, so <laughs> oh my god, it was a tough time. But uh, no, being on Skullgirls has been just a really rewarding experience. I've learned an incredible amounts. Um, you know, I, as I joined the company, like I'm, I'm now the lead engineer of Skullgirls Mobile, um, and it's been it's been wonderful working on this project and and seeing it go from its nascency. You know, I joined maybe a, after a year into development, and really seeing it come into its own, like being a fully featured uh, mobile game that we're we're operating and still adding to and still putting more stuff in, and people love the game, and it's been it's been really rewarding. Um, you mentioned how there has been ups and downs when creating or developing a game. Um, how do you, you know, find inspiration to continue to, you know, develop this project and not give up? Yeah, I mean, there was there was certainly a time where we were all very scared, certainly in the uh, <laughs> what happened with our, our databases, but. We, we knew that we had something special and like nobody wanted to give up. You know, there were there were plenty of people. I mean, tens of thousands of people who were just like, this game is amazing. You know, you look at the ratings on the app stores and just like there's so many people who are just so passionate about this, this game, this IP. I mean, even the original console game, people fly all over the, the country, all over the world. Yeah. We had tournaments and like people are just like absolutely love this game. And, and the, the people at the company are just so passionate about it and they really care about it. And so, and it was really through that adversity, we actually came together because it was like, all right, something really, really went down. Let's all band together. You know, the entire company basically became customer service people for like <laughs> two months, trying to reconnect everyone's accounts and, and get everything back. It was, it was really quite the experience. And I think something like that actually like really brought us together and really strengthened a lot of those relationships and kind of pushed us to do better and reevaluate, okay, well, what happened? what can we do better? How can we prevent this in the future? You know, with, with games and adversity, it's, it really is, uh, it's not you failed. Um, you, you found a way it could work. You found something that there's something to be learned from. You know, if the database crashed because, you know, X, Y, Z happened, okay, what, how did that happen? Why did that happen? How can we prevent that in the future? 
and having those experiences, those uh, those talks internally, um, really help the team grow. For a teen or anyone that wants to become a game developer, what are some tips for them? For anyone who wants to become a game developer, the number one tip is just do it. Just do it. There's no one that's going to stop you. If you really want to do it, you're going to be able to. Find out what you need to learn. If you want to be in the art, if you want to be music, if you want to be a programmer, uh, if you want to do everything top to bottom, no one's going to stop. Take the time, take the effort, you know, work on those side projects because the the amount of games out there that have you know reached critical success is just like maybe it was some guy who's just been working on this game for three years in his spare time and like wow look at this you know if the you know Among Us is the new you know hot hot thing right now and it was developed by three people so it's it really is it puts it into perspective that like everybody has their own stories to tell their own ways of thinking about things if you really want to make it happen you absolutely can you know study learn what you need to learn um, look into those uh, different you know backgrounds or things and you will find it in it can be difficult but even if you didn't start out with the right background you know you don't have to be like oh, I studied computer science in a four-year degree and I, I did this and like now I'm a programmer I mean one of our engineers, we, we picked him up from the, the community for Skullgirls. You know, he started out as customer service, um, had a passion for engineering, started learning it in his free time, went to school. Now he's one of our engineers. You know, um, people who, who have art degrees, they'll start in QA and then, you know, all of a sudden they're, they're now they're in design or maybe they have uh, that passion for engineering. Um, but the point is that there's so many different paths to game development and, and it kind of really depends on what you want to do but there absolutely is a path for everybody um, so it's it's possible you know games are always evolving there's always new things to learn how do you keep up with all of that and um you know update your skills kind of every year sure um yeah the that is the thing um the industry is always evolving there's always new stuff that's coming out it's 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 definitely it can be tough to, to keep on top of everything and everyone's like oh well check out this new game engine and, and this new thing and this new language i mean the reality is like sure some of it may be good um but you know there are also the tried and true um things that a lot of the industry is using very widely um it can be you know good to, to sort of look into those objectives in your free time like oh, okay well that sounds interesting i wonder what what this engine or what this thing is doing or you know maybe just do a little bit of research into it because you know as as new technologies are being developed you know uh, especially if you're working on an existing project you may find something that just recently came out that say okay well maybe we should be using this in in our in our um our current project and maybe kind of retool how things are working um so it is, it is good to be kind of kept, kept abreast of that before we end we have some rapid fire questions the first question is what is your favorite color uh, let's go with black. Um, what is something that you are proud to say that you have accomplished? Oh, uh, well, um, I'm very proud that um, I, I shipped the title. Um, you know, shipping Skullgirls Mobile was like a huge accomplishment for me uh, in my career. Um, and it's been, it's been a wonderful thing to be able to do. It's kind of like, you know, you can join on projects and things like that, but like right. to actually have shipped something, that's like, wow, that's yeah. something else. What is some advice that you wish that you would have known when you were younger? Let's see, advice I wish I would have known. Um, you're doing great. Just keep going. <laughs> you know, everything will work out. Um, you know, things may be difficult, but uh, 
you know, just keep at it and um, everything's going to work out. Um, what is your favorite video game of all time? All time. <laughs> <laughs> so many good options to choose from. But the one I always fall back on um, is Super Mario RPG Legend of the Seven mm -hmm. Stars. Uh, that's, that kind of always holds a very special place in my heart. The current video game that you are playing right now. Current video game that I'm playing, I'm, I'm a little behind, um, but I'm currently playing Red Dead Redemption 2. And I am absolutely loving it. It's a very beautiful <laughs> game, and it's, it's, it's been a lot of fun. Um, describe yourself as a teenager in three words. Ambitious, uh, driven, and um, I would say structured. If you could have any superpower, what superpower would you have? Ooh, I'd say teleportation. If you could have three people dead or alive for dinner guests, who would it be? Three people dead or alive for dinner guests. Oh boy. Um, those are, that's okay. Um, let's go with Bill Gates. Um, let's go with Barack Obama because I think he'd be super fun. And um, let's go with um, Abraham Lincoln. Why not? <laughs> What does success for you mean right now? Um, success for me um, means really just being content with with uh, what you're putting out in the world. Um, you know, I, am I um, accomplishing what I'm setting out to do? Am I, um, you know, with with either with work or with personal projects or hobbies, things like that? Um, am I hitting those goals that I'm setting for myself? Um, what is a book that you have read recently or are currently reading that you would recommend? Well, uh, depending on which kind of uh, path you're talking about, for uh, those of you who want to become game developers or programmers, um, I would recommend this book here, Code Complete, um, second edition. Um, kind of goes over a lot of code construction workflows and just kind of like how you should be coding and just really great um, tips and, and just ways of constructing code. Um, so definitely check that out. Um, but for fun, um, I really, really loved the name of the wind slash uh, and uh, uh, wise man's fear. Um, those are part of the King Killer Chronicles um, by Patrick Rothfuss. I cannot recommend those enough. Thank you so much, Andrew. We learned a lot about you. Thank you for taking the time every day to talk with us. Can you let everyone at home know about any upcoming projects and where they can connect with you? Um, yeah, the, the people can connect with me, uh, uh, my email. Um, hopefully you guys can provide a link for that. Yeah. Um, but as far as upcoming projects, you know, stay tuned for for new things from Hidden Variable. We're gonna, you know, we're gonna keep prototyping and uh, you know, hopefully come up with uh, something new. And uh, you know, definitely look forward to uh, more updates uh, for Skullgirls Mobile. Um, you know, we we just launched uh, Annie for those of you who are fans. Um, but you know, Annie's gonna be coming to uh, Second Encore um, sometime next year. So definitely look forward to that. Yay! Okay, thank, thank you so much. Thank you. So much. Thank you.